Coming to you from South Florida as we get set for Game 3 in this Best of 7 series, Bucks and Heat. And talking now with uh, one of the guys that really put the Bucks in the spot, even in the series uh, from Game 2, that is Pat Connaughton coming off of a 22.63 pointer outing. And uh, PC, let me let me start there. Uh, for you, I know you've been trying to get that flow back. It, really, even since the beginning of the season, this has been a unique season for you. Missing the first 15 games of the year, you weren't able to do the preseason stuff you wanted to be able to do. Let me start with that. How big of a challenge has it been to find your rhythm with that as the backdrop to start things? It's been a challenge, I know. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, unfortunately, it's part of the game. Obviously, you come, you have injuries, you don't. Um, but coming off them is a little bit, you need a little more patience than I maybe have. So uh, trying to get back as quick as you can, your legs aren't always under you. But to the same token, it's the hand you're dealt. And um, it's something that I've been working on all year, trying to get my rhythm back. And I think for me, it starts with doing all the other stuff and being able to do all the other stuff and being able to be athletic. And obviously, my legs and calves have a big component towards that. So, so we come off of this last game. What, what, when things are working for you, what feels good? And obviously, I know that that game felt really great for you, given the context, having not played the game before. But to bust out the way you did, what, what was working in that game well? For me, it's all about you know starting with what I do best. And I think the interesting part about it was if I asked you, if I asked a, a bunch of the media what they think I do best on the basketball court, you guys might give me a bunch of different answers. Might give me shooting, athleticism, rebounding, whatever you think. But for me, I think it's toughness, it's competitiveness. Um, and I think that's where it started uh, last game for me. You know, obviously, um, I wanted to make sure that I showed uh, I can impact winning no matter what, what the uh, – need is and it's going to be different things on a nightly basis but at the end of the day I've done it at a high level my entire career and uh, making winning plays and making sure I put my team in position to win even if it's things that don't um, you know go on the stat sheet I'm going to do that on a nicely basis and that's what uh, you know I think I've been doing especially in the postseason since I've gotten here. I know that competitive fire is what drives you, and there's no time of the year where that is more evident than this time of the year. You earn the nickname Playoff Pat. I also know you're not one who's going to rock the boat and you're going to play the role, whatever they tell you to do. But that said, for a competitor like you, you had played in 65 consecutive playoff games going back to 2017 prior to sitting out in game one as a competitor. How, how hard was that to watch from the side and then to get out and do what you did in the second game I obviously speaks volumes. Yeah, you know, I, I focus on control when I can control. And like you said, I'm going to be a professional whether, um, you know, I get to lace up the shoes, shoot a shot or not. Um, but at the end of the day, I'm also, you know, confident and hungry and um, competitive and a little bit of a psychopath from time to time when it comes to trying to win games and uh, believing that I can win games and believing that what I bring to the table, um, you know, is valuable. And so for me, uh, it's just about showing that on a nightly basis and making sure that I don't lose that edge and making sure I play with that same tenacity um, night in and night out. It was a great to even up the series, but to the same token, it's one game. In the playoffs, uh, you don't win the playoffs in one game. You don't win a series in one game. So how do we make sure that we continue it and how do I make sure that I continue it um, and play with that same fire all the time? And lastly, from a team context, this, this is a series where you guys came out first game, hadn't played in, in over a week, and I know it, Maybe whatever the reason was, it looked like that competitive fire was back in game two. Would you describe that as perhaps one of the biggest components to the turnaround for this group? And how do you maintain that and keep it going forward? Yeah, personally, that's what I think really did it. I mean, everyone's going to look at the 25 threes that we made versus the 11 we made in game one. But um, that's a byproduct to me on the competitive juice, the chip on the shoulder, the toughness. Um, 
you know, the mentality that we usually always have that I don't think we had in game one. And, um, you know, that made it even more frustrating for me to watch. But I think the biggest thing for us is remembering, like, you know, we're a great team, but we always have that chip on our shoulder when we play our best. We had it. We punched that year. We won the championship. We punched my first two years here when we were trying to make a name for ourselves. we got to make sure that we continue to bring that um, toughness, tenacity, and competitive juice because we have guys full of that on this team. And I don't think, especially in the playoffs, you can't just roll the balls out and think you're going to win because you're the best team in the regular season. Um, everyone's coming for you. Everyone's gunning for you. And uh, when the hunter becomes the hunted, it's even that much harder. All right, PC. We'll keep the fire burning hot. Appreciate it, Dave. All right, that's Pat Connaughton. We're going to step aside. We'll come back here from the head man, uh, Mike Budenholzer. That's straight ahead. This is the BMO Bucks Radio Network.